Hello, my name is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 165 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode The People versus Miles Morales, but I want to remind everybody that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there, uh, leave a comment, let me know what you think of the show. You can also write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Uh, you can leave a comment about the show. You can maybe suggest a game you want me to review. Uh, leave a question, any kind of feedback is good. Um, you can also subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and the audio forms of the episodes are up on YouTube, if that's your preferred way to listen to the podcast. And I'm on Twitter at Just Little Joe. Um, and that's it. That's the intro. But I want to remind you, or at least say, that this episode is kind of maybe a series that I'm kind of looking into doing. So um, on episode, I, I took a bunch of notes. Um, on episode 97 of PS I Love You XOXO, uh, kind of funny, I really love their content, I responded to their bracket of who the 50 best PlayStation characters were. Mine was episode 132. PS I Love You decided that Joel Miller from The Last of Us series was the most iconic PlayStation character, um, which is fine. I'm not mad. I read the comments. People are mad at the decision they made. It's the host. I love Blessing and Janet. I think they're knowledgeable. That's what they came to the conclusion. That's fine. But I disagreed. Basically, I, I don't fault their opinion. It's their opinion. But I disagreed and thought that Kratos was a stronger character. And on my episode 132 that came out on November 29th, I believe 2021, because that would make the most amount of sense, I had an episode called The People vs. Kratos, where I dug into why I compared uh, Joel Miller in The Last of Us series with Kratos. And basically the 2018 Kratos, I compared the games. I kind of spoiled both games. And I drew on different scenes in the games to kind of come up with this uh, case that I think that Kratos is actually the stronger character. Um, I did bring up some of Kratos' earlier games because I have played those. Not every God of War game, but many of them. So I was able to do that, but mostly... Um, and the feedback I got, a friend of mine who listened to the episode gave me some really good feedback. Um, but to be clear, uh, you are uh, basically playing two separate games to... Um, you know, compare two characters in two separate games. So that can be a little bit messy sometimes. And I played Spider-Man 2018, and Miles Morales is, of course, introduced there. He's a long-running character in the Marvel Universe. He, of course, has Spider-Man powers just like Peter Parker. Uh, he gets them in Spider-Man 2018. If you don't know who Miles Morales is, he is um, an Afro-Latino teen from... Uh, originally, he was in Brooklyn, but I think in the game, they moved to Harlem. Him and his mother... Um, he gets his powers there. He's pretty gifted, pretty good at school, and I don't want to get into the whole circumstance of how he gets his powers, but he basically gets fire powers. They are different than Peter Parker's powers, and in the comics, they are different universes. So Miles Morales is in one universe, I think the ultimate line, and Peter Parker is in the other main universe, right? So these things, uh, you know, you... Um, they never, never show the twain meet, as the old saying goes, but in this new... Um, iteration of Spider-Man, uh, they are together, which is great. And by together, I mean they are in the same game. So uh, they just put them in the same universe, which I think was a really cool idea that these two people that wouldn't normally meet are now meeting. Um, I guess I should have said at the top of this, there will be spoilers for um, Spider-Man 2018 and um miles morales uh i think 2020 
is when it came out, 2021. Anyway, it was pretty much a launch title for the PS5. You could also get it on PS4. I was lucky enough to have, I'm lucky enough to have a PS5 and play it on PS5. Um, so really, the people versus idea is the fact that originally I did it with two different characters that were in two different games, and that is hard to, not hard, but it is a, a bigger, in my opinion, leap of logic to... You know, well, this person's in a different situation. This person's in a different situation. We need to make sure these these characters are in the same situation. So what I was able to do is really look back at that and see how I can improve that process. I do like this idea. Again, the people versus. And so I'm calling this the people versus Miles Morales because I uh, completed um, Miles Morales. Um, I platinumed it. And there is themes of grief and death and moving on in it between the two characters uh, and it was really interesting playing it, seeing these themes kind of come up a little bit and really trying to form a argument or, um, yeah, I guess it's an argument, um, or at least try to show you a little bit like I was talking about in episode, um, 132, which was, I like the come up a little bit more than I like the let down a little bit, you know, I mean, I'm not uh, terrible, you know, I'm not one of those people that thinks that a story, uh, can't be dark it can totally be dark but i think i like the come up a little bit more and that was kind of my takeaway from episode 132 i like the fact that kratos is trying to do better he knows that he's messed up in the past and he's trying to do right not only by himself but his son and he realizes kind of what's on the line and i think because joel doesn't want to lose the people in his life he still continues to make pretty bad decisions uh because he doesn't want to lose as well so that's kind of the recap of that but i think with Miles Morales, what you see is when Miles, I'm basically going to use, I said three scenes or four scenes uh, that I was going to use to kind of, I don't know, uh, give away my, or like strengthen my argument. But what happened is when I was researching this and trying to cull everything down, it became very apparent that I would have to use more than three scenes. I will do them in chronological order, but first I want to talk about some of the main characters in Miles, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, of course, you have Miles Morales. Uh, you have his mother, Rio Morales. Um, again, spoilers for Spider-Man 2018. His father, um, Jefferson Davies, uh, died uh, in the last in uh, Spider-Man 2018, and so they're dealing with the loss of husband, father, things like that. Um, it seems, if I understand the story correctly, and reading around and playing the game twice, uh, Rio Morales moves back to her hometown uh, or uh, family uh, apartment in um, Harlem I think their family member had passed away and had this apartment and so she moved in there kept a lot of the family things and is actually running for local city council in Harlem and trying to make the city better there is an energy company that has moved in called Roxanne uh, run by Simon Krieger he's played by Troy Baker uh, I'm sorry I don't have all the actors names I probably should have the actors names uh, again, this is a series that I'm trying to refine and everything, so I will write that down again. Uh, but Troy Baker's voice is so distinguished. Uh, he's been in so much that the moment Simon Krieger talked, you were like, oh, that's Troy Baker. Um, but I think that uh, immediately, you know, he's a bad guy because he's really slick and blah, blah, blah. Um, there is a fight in the very beginning. They are transporting prisoners. This isn't one of the scenes. This is kind of the setup for the game. They're transporting prisoners from, like, high-value prisoners from jail to the raft, which is the facility that's in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, you know, to keep prisoners away from everybody. Um, 
And Spider-Man Peter Parker and Spider-Man Miles Morales are there to help the police escort the prisoners. And one of them is the Rhino from the Spider-Man 2018. And this kind of sets up like the villains and stuff like that. They defeat him. Uh, but Peter Parker is hurt really badly. And But Miles saves him. And Miles also realizes he has different powers than Peter. He has like a bioelectricity that he can use to like punch people or uh, leap up in the air and do like a ground strike. It's a cool thing in the game that I like that makes him much more distinguished than uh not much more but just like sets him apart from peter parker and this kind of leads up to the first scene of the game after everything is said and done it looked like peter parker was going to be seriously hurt by rhino and miles saved him and miles says wow you know maybe we should do some tests on my new powers uh it comes right in the beginning of the game and peter says ah that's the thing i'm going to be out of town um i have to go like they said the country many times and i saw it written because i had the subtitles on don't know how to pronounce it. Peter's basically going to a country with Mary Jane. He's going to do photographs. She's writing a uh, journalistic thing. And he's going to be gone for three weeks. And he tells Miles, I'm going to be gone, so I'm not going to be able to do this. So you're going to have to be Spider-Man while I'm gone, you know, the only Spider-Man. He gives him a suit, which is pretty great. Um, I immediately changed the suit when I could. <laughs> but it looked cool. And um, Miles is uh, scared. And this is, like, one of the main, like, second scene of the game, maybe, cutscenes and stuff. Um, you know, Miles finds out that he's the only Spider-Man. He kind of freaks out. Uh, an amazing song plays while he web-slings through the city called uh, On My Own by Jaden. Apparently, the album's called On My Own. I don't know when the album was released. Uh, they had all the info in the video except for the fact of when the album was released. I imagine it was released around the time of the game. I'll say this. Jaden, amazing song and everything. I'm not going to look it up because it's so synonymous with the scene of Miles web-slinging through the neighborhood after he kind of comes to the realization that he is the only Spider-Man in New York for the next three, four weeks. Really powerful. He goes and meets his friend Genki, who's been a friend of his through school for a long time. And Genki's kind of the man in the chair. Uh, he has an earpiece, so Genki will be calling you uh, once in a while when you have the mask on that, you know, hey, we got to do this. Hey, we got to do that. This is important, that is important, stuff like that. Uh, I found this out, I found that out. Much like the MCU, Spider-Man suit is hooked to haptics, um, like uh, heart rate data, all that kind of stuff. He, his visors can scan things. Uh, it isn't, I don't remember that being that explained, but you know what, I don't care. Uh, he has a kind of a high-tech suit, which is cool. He has some gadgets like Peter. Peter had eight which got a little bit cumbersome. I remember playing Spider-Man 2018. Miles only has four, but I think with his Venom powers, they're supplemented. Uh, and I think this is a powerful scene. I think this is one of the scenes I want to say that, uh, first off, why isn't... Uh, I guess I did a bad job framing this in the beginning, but two characters in this game, uh, one of them is Finn. She comes home from dinner for, to dinner for like Christmas Eve. Real Morales, which is Miles' mother, is, you know, again, running for city council. Hey, let's all have a dinner. We have a surprise guest. Oh, it's Finn. You remember Finn. You went to school with her. They entered uh, one some science fair thing together years ago. Uh, they're just really good friends. The thing with Finn is her brother, who I wrote, he actually wrote his name down, Rick Mason, worked for Roxxon, this company run by Simon Kruger. He is a scientist that worked on this material called New Form, which is kind of this nebulous energy that is supposedly clean and it will revolutionize clean energy. The problem is it makes people very sick and we will find it very soon that Finn is kind of distant at dinner, doesn't like is kind of cagey about what she's been doing. 
and come to find out that she is in fact um, trying to figure out as much as she can and basically stick it to Roxanne because of the new form making people sick and Roxanne tried to um, you know, bury the information. Simon Krieger, of course, wanted to get to market quickly, sped everything up, like kind of standard supervillain stuff. What I'm trying to say is I think Finn and Miles are both dealing with grief in their own way, and I think uh, I read um, a description of her. I don't know when this is said in the, the thing. Her brother, Rick Mason, basically um, raises her, and her parents have died. I don't know how. But her parents have died, so she's an orphan. Her brother raises her. He goes to college, gets really smart, starts, you know, not gets really smart, gets a degree in engineering and stuff, starts working for Roxanne, does the new form thing, gets sick, and basically gets cancer and dies. And Finn takes it as a thing to prove that they are doing what they're doing. She basically uh, becomes a terrorist. Uh, there's someone called the Tinker. They use a bunch of Roxanne's old tech to build things with a group of other terrorists to basically steal from Roxanne facilities, take their tech, and they ultimately want to get some new form to prove to people how terrible it is. Um, and uh, Finn is uh, obviously not telling Miles that. He's obviously not going to tell her that he is Spider-Man. So early in the game, there's these scenes where it's kind of like, oh, what have you been up to? Oh, not much. What have you been up to? It does a good job of like with tension and things. I think the next scene I want to talk about is the bridge scene. So this is where uh, Rio Morales, Miles's mother, is giving a speech at, uh, you know, down in downtown Harlem. They're having like a street fair thing, which it, it all looked amazing and fun and the food looked great. Um, but they are having this thing and the mom's giving the speech about how Roxanne is just turning people's power off whenever they feel like it. Uh, and, you know, they don't they don't have to succumb to any kind of regulation that is bad for the neighborhood they're very clandestine basically all the things you've seen behind the scenes she's saying that out loud of like you know they they, they can just turn your power off and what is new form and what are they doing and you know we used to we have to unite against them and stuff and it's very moving but um some of the underground people show up and want to i guess prove how bad roxanne is and they start uh there's some roxanne troops there and they want to engage the roxanne troops obviously miles is there in his suit kind of comes to the rescue, kind of stops both sides. Uh, but he finds out that this is kind of a feint because really what the underground wants to do is go to the a bridge, which, I'm sorry, I don't know you, New York. Uh, he said it in the game. I didn't write it down. But he's going to this bridge that's going to blow up because Roxanne is moving a shipment of new form from one location to the other. And uh, the underground wants to basically steal the new form. And this is kind of like all the, the hero is lost moment and stuff like that because not only does Miles try to stop them, but his bioelectricity, since it's new and he can't really control it, kind of ignites the canisters of new form and makes them unstable. Even though uh, the Tinker, who is the head of the underground thing, which you find out is Finn, and in this scene, Miles actually finds out she is Finn uh, because her mass fades away, this tech isn't really great. Kind of like, it's a nice analogy for him. It seems like she's not really used to her tech at this point. He's not really used to his powers. But her mass fades away and he finds out she's Finn. She still does not know he is Spider-Man. And, hey! So he, sorry, uh, I'm, we're looking at really young kittens and my dogs. Uh, they're in a little, like, kitten tent, which is nice to keep them uh, under wraps. But my dogs uh, find any kind of like circumstance 
to try to eat their food and drink their water. So this is very, the cats are in there. There's, you can zip them in, but it's ventilated, just like tent material. Uh, this is a weird aside on this pod. Anyway, I have two kittens. They're adorable. I'll talk about them later. Um, but anyway, back to the game. So Miles Wells finds out that Finn is the tinker, this person he's heard about that runs the underground. He finds out it's her. He, his bioelectricity kind of makes the new form unstable. Finn steals one of the things of new form and Spider-Man fights everybody on the bridge. The bridge kind of explodes because the new form is really just like an unstable whatever and just causes uh, mass chaos. Nobody is hurt, but he finds out he has a new power now, which is camouflage, which he literally just becomes invisible, which is pretty neat. Um, and it really sets him apart from Peter again. Um, I, I do I do want to make a quick aside. It will be interesting to see how they balance Peter and Miles, because it has been set up that Miles does have like these kind of unique powers, and Spider-Man now has, you know, the regular Spider-Man powers. And with his gadgets, which is pretty cool, he might be faster. I'm not sure. It'll be interesting to see if they play differently, because playing this, Miles definitely swings uh, from what I remember from the 2018 Spider-Man. Feels very similar to Peter. He's a little bit gangly, like his swinging doesn't look as fluid. Spider-Man had a really good fluid look to him anyway again this is kind of like all his lost moment uh miles goes back home reflects oh what have i done i don't understand what i'm capable of doing i don't know about my powers i could have hurt people you know the bridge blew up luckily everybody was um evacuated which was great um but it um it basically leads to uh you know him having to decide what to do and how to move on. And then he talks to his uncle, who is Aaron Davis, or actually Aaron Davis reaches out to him in a, like a side mission. There's a few times in the game where the game says, hey, why don't you do some side missions before you start the main mission? Uh, I mean, it's nicer about it, but that's basically what it's doing. You run into Aaron Davis, you kind of freak out and try to disguise your voice because that's your uncle. That's your dad's brother. Uh, he's working on the subway system now. He says, the subway system is down, blah, blah, blah. You get done with the mission, and he says, hey, Spider-Man, I got something for you for helping out uh, get the subways up and running or the trains up and running. Not subway, the trains. And uh, you say, yeah, what is it? And he goes, hey, I got you unlimited train pass, you know, if you got to ride the trains. And he actually printed his name on it, Miles Morales, which is a great scene. And he's like, did I get the name right? And Miles is like, oh, man, don't tell mom. And he's like, don't worry, I won't tell your mom, but be careful. Um... Basically, what you find out later is that Aaron is also running a side gig where he had a falling out with uh, your father's side of the family. You know, your dad, he had a falling out with his brother, Miles's father, because of his life of crime. You find out that he is the Prowler, which is this other person that's written about or whatever, um, who is a villain, kind of a high tech suit, a little bit like an Iron Man situation, but he does stuff for uh, Roxxon and other companies, whoever will hire. And, uh, your dad found out who he was. Uh, Miles's dad found out who he was, and they had a falling out because he's like, "You're, this is a life of crime. You can't like I'm a cop." And he's a uh, Jefferson uh, Davies is a very good cop. So um, I really like the like tension, and that brings up the next scene. So I mean, to fast forward, Miles is still kind of on the fence on what he wants to do on the underground. He pretends to want to be in the underground to get in Finn's good graces. Uh, because he knows who she is, and he wants to figure out where the uh, underground base is, and he wants to find this new form that she has stolen because he knows that it is unstable. He also finds information during this time about uh, uh, her brother, Rick Mason, being very sick, 
and it's really sad. So she, of course, is dealing with the loss of her brother who has just died. She has to bring it up a few times. It's very sad. Um, and I think it was done really well. But here's the deal. Here's the point where the split happens for me, where Miles is at a place where he has also lost a family member. He's lost his father, and he's trying to deal with it. And all the time, he says, you know, he's scared to be the only Spider-Man, but he steps up and does that because he says people need him. And this really comes to a head when I'm, I'm literally just fast-forwarding through a lot of interesting stuff that happens between him and Finn in the underground he fights a bunch of people, but basically he gets captured by Roxxon and Simon Krieger's there. And Simon Krieger says, wow, that's pretty interesting. And I like this little touch where they try to, he wants to take Miles' mask off uh, because they have him tied up in a chair with Finn because he got both of them because they were fighting. Long story short, um, he got both of them, they were fighting, and he wants to experiment on Miles because of his bioelectricity powers. But... When he goes to touch Miles, he gets shocked, which I, I like that as a way. Because they always have to come up with some weird contrivances why the villain can't take um, the mask off of the hero, which I really, I was like, yeah. Um, but th this was somewhat believable. Um, basically, Finn and, after Finn and Miles are uh, caught by Roxanne, uh, they escape. Imagine that. And, but later... Um, Miles is captured by the Prowler. The Prowler puts him in kind of an electric force field and tells him he is trying to keep him safe and that he wasn't supposed to be caught. That wasn't part of the deal. Miles gets very upset and says, I can't just sit here while other people need my help. You know. And his brother says, well, just wait for all this to blow over and be Spider-Man later. And he says, that's not who I am. You've underestimated me. They fight. And there's a great part where uh, towards the end of the fight, there's a cutscene, and he says, you know, uh, uh, Aaron says, I just want to be family again. I want to be friends with you and your mom. I know I screwed up. And Miles is like, but you lied to me about who, what you were doing. You fought me, you know, and you just basically were manipulative to get your way to get me in Roxanne Good, Good's graces so they could steal me or kidnap me. And, you know, and he says, well, I'm family, though. And Miles says, sometimes family isn't enough, you know? And he goes, well, what do you want me to do? And Miles says, I want you to be better. And I think this, looking back on it and planning it, I think this, you know, Peter Parker has his own reason for being Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. But um, the tagline for Miles Morales is, uh, be yourself, but be greater, I think, is if I'm not screwing that up. And this really, the thing with his uncle, I think, is like the kind of heart of Miles of like, I want you to be better than you're being. I want to be better, you know, because I think at this point he reflects on the bridge and kind of realizes like, I'm not happy at the turnout, but it happened and it happened for a reason, you know. And so to me, this is pretty neat. He goes and he finally confronts Finn. Uh, they fight, which what I really like about it is. I did skip over a big scene, which was when Finn and Miles are fighting before Roxanne um, uh, kidnaps them or gets the upper hand, basically. Uh, Finn has his sword at, at Spider-Man's uh, throat and said, tell me why I shouldn't kill you right now. And Miles takes his mask off and he says, because my mother would be really upset. And I really like that scene. And so Finn gets very upset, obviously, that he lied to her and that he's Spider-Man. And that's how they get captured by Roxanne. They try to have a, they go to the Trinity Church. They try to have a mea culpa, a parlay, if you will, if you're a pirate. And they try to speak to one another like friends. I'm sorry, but you know I have to do this. This neighborhood's in trouble. And 
when they escape, they realize that uh, Miles realizes that New Form through a bunch of files is more unstable and more like a bomb. That Krieger kind of rushed everything to market because he wanted to put New Form on the market. And uh, when Spider Man is infiltrating the underground, realizes that some of the people that are involved in the underground uh, are getting sick as well off the New Form because it's unstable. So that also is a nice little wrinkle. Um, I'll say this to fast forward much of the story. The the now usually in a point like this I would be like this leads to the ultimate fight in the game but I actually do not like Finn's motivation to the end of this game and I think this actually should be a reason why Miles the people versus Miles Morales Miles should be higher up on the chain than uh, Finn if we were rating like ranking a bracket so Miles understands he needs to do better and be better and will sacrifice himself to save people. He doesn't want, you know, he doesn't want his mother to bury someone else, but he realizes some sacrifices need to be made. Finn, on the other hand, starts up the reactor, even though it is unstable, and says that New Form gets, or Roxanne gets what it deserves. But here's the problem. Miles tries to stop her and says, listen, because like any good evil corporation, Roxanne has a reactor in the plaza of their building, and all you have to do is plug New Form into it. What a what a what a situation! I would hate to see the amount of EPA, uh, governmental, and all all the all the red tape that they had to sign to be like we're gonna put a quasi nuclear reactor right here, right in the center of the city. Like, oh, is it fake? Is it a model to show people, you know, uh, what will happen or whatever? Is this an instructional video? No, no, it's a functioning quasi nuclear reactor. Well, how do you turn it on? Well, the stuff that we're making, yeah, we have that. Like in the back, you just plug it in and the whole thing turns on. You would imagine, uh, <laughs> you would imagine the city would be like, I'm sorry, what? Um, but they're a corporate, they're an evil corporation, you know. Again, Simon Krieger, I think Real Morales is the best. Like, who are these people and why do they get to do whatever they want, you know? Because that's what they're doing. They're doing whatever they want. So maybe this is part of this. They're doing what they want. Screw you. We're doing this. So back to anyway. So back to the final fight. Finn takes the new form that has already been unstable, puts it in the reactor, and Miles tries to stop her and says, "Listen, you need we need to stop this." And she said, "No." Roxanne gets what they deserve, and he says, "No," and he tells her everything that the audience knows that new form is unstable, that Simon Krieger rushed everything to market, that it is a bomb. She basically armed a bomb, and he tells her that. Now, this is my one big failing. Basically with the character as well, and this is why I think Miles is bad, but I think story-wise it's kind of a problem. But Finn keeps fighting Peter. I'm sorry. Keeps fighting Miles. Um, there's a lot of Spider-Man. Keeps fighting Miles as the reactor is, like, quote-unquote warming up. There's these shock waves that come off it that blow up the Roxanne Tower or at least heavily damage it while Miles and Finn are continuing to fight. And Miles says, look at what is happening and she says i won't have you lie to me again well this is obviously in uh she's referring to the fact that he did not tell her that he was uh, spider-man but let me tell you something not telling someone you're a superhero as opposed to blowing up a city i don't i understand that finn uh is heartbroken from grief roxanne killed her brother i understand from a logistic thing of I am now an eco-terrorist. Roxanne needs to pay. I will burn their building to the ground. 
That totally makes sense to me. I get it. The problem is that, haha, when the city is blowing up where everyone will die, that's kind of an all chips in supervillain thing. And although I feel sorry for Finn and understand what she's going through, the fact that she has lost her parents and lost her brother, I mean, she's truly an orphan from what it sounds like now. The idea of just like, well, screw it, I'm going to blow up a city. And, and, and I, think, I think it was the line that she said, the idea she said, I won't have you lie to me again. All Miles would have to do is drag her over the side of the building and go, look at what is happening to the reactor. Look at what has happened to this building. The ground is sinking in where the reactor is uh, powering off or giving off these energy waves. Look at what is happening to us. Like, this isn't just going to blow up the building. But she didn't do that. She said, no, you're not going to get out of this. And they fight. It makes absolutely no sense. Um, Until you have to do the boss thing where they have several phases. You beat her, hit her down to the bottom of the, um, you know, the, uh, you knock her down to the bottom of the thing. Uh, Her gadgets, she has like rocket boots. Her gadgets are kind of messed up. Miles is beaten up, climbs to the reactor and realizes he, he can also with his bioelectricity absorb powers. I know that I'm kind of slow real people and I haven't really explained that, but he gets a lot of powers and they kind of use the powers how they want. He absorbs some of the energy from some smaller reactors and just feels tired. He also has supernova before. Luckily, no one was around as in an underground bunker. But his only chance is to absorb the power from this reactor and try to save people. But at this point, he is now a bomb. Finn comes to him, kind of repairs her equipment and says, I'm sorry, and he says, I understand. But he said that she said that actually she was falling. I don't know. It, to me, this is kind of problematic, that she's kind of doubling down on something that she hasn't really... Like, it's one thing if the city was after her, and she's like, screw this city. But she's very specifically after Roxanne, and she's very analytical, and I understand she's going through grief, and that will make people do very strange things. But it just doesn't... I mean, it just doesn't... Um, it, it doesn't hit right for me that this is what's happening anyway so um she uh you guys she basically takes miles who's burned and like glowing because he's about and like electricity's around him because he's about to like explode she takes him up like a superman in her arms to the sky and says it's okay let go and he goes but you'll die and she says just let go it's fine so she has kind of um she has kind of like uh, redeemed herself because I don't think the fall was earned. I don't think the redeemed is earned. You know, there's a lot of things uh, and a lot of press. I know I'm, I'm terrible. I'm sorry. I don't have an example. But there is a lot of talk about, hey, Batman, I know you don't like killing, but if you would kill some of these people, there would be a lot less problems in Gotham City, especially like the Joker and people like that. And I think... Because Finn says I'm sorry and, like, solves a problem, like, she's basically just fixing her own mistake. Glad I'm glad not many people were hurt. I think there were some injuries. There's a there's a couple of scenes of Miles' mother. She understands. She finds out that Miles is Spider-Man, which is another touch I like. There's a great scene where he comes home hurt with his mask off, but he's wearing the suit. And she says, what are you wearing? And it's a really touching scene, and they talk. And she says, oh, my God, you've been chasing these criminals through the city that's so dangerous but i understand who you are you know you're your father's son and i love you and um anyway when finn dies 
uh, in this explosion, saves the city, all this stuff. I think what I was trying to do with this was compare two characters that are in the same game that basically have similar things happen to them that take two different results out of it. And I think this is a perfect example of good and bad, I guess good and bad, like a breaking bad, in other terms, you know, in other words, of Finn took the wrong lessons from the death of her family. There was a revenge there, which I think is a problem with Joel when I went over it in episode 132. But these two characters live in the same world and they're affected by the same things. In fact, she says she's sorry about Miles's uh, father, you know, and he's sorry about her brother. But Miles is like, I have to be better and do better. She is like, screw this city. And so I think Miles Morales is actually in this, even though he's not really, I think what I'm doing is Miles Morales versus Finn in this case. And I think Finn took the wrong lessons. Now, again, like I said with The Last of Us, I like dark stories. And I understand not all stories are up stories, that sometimes people do take the wrong lessons from bad things that happen in their life and either repeat that cycle or uh, are hurt or harmed or hurt and harm other people from it. But I think for me, that scene with Miles Morales and his uncle are so powerful. The fact that, no, you just have to be better. You can't keep doing the same things, uncle. You know, you lied to me and you just... And I read in the, uh, the the side information, he basically got a job in the, in the train system to just be like, have a normal job and try to get in on the good graces of the family. But, you know, um, that's not, he was still stealing from people and doing illegal things. So that didn't help. But in the end, before Miles has a big fight with Finn, he comes and helps evacuate people out and says, don't worry, I'll deal with this. I'll help evacuate people out. Go get Finn and stop the reactor. And so he, at the end, is like, kind of realizing I need to be better, you know, and it was a speech from Miles. And so, you know, Miles says, we, he keeps telling Finn in the final fight, we can stop this, we can end this. And obviously she doesn't listen to him. And it just, you know, really rubbed me, her motivation rubbed me the wrong way. And, but I guess it is a good example of what not to do. And so for this case, the people versus Miles Morales versus Finn, I would say that I think Miles Morales is on the up and takes better lessons from his life, the death of his father, his mother being hurt, the fact that he has, um, you know, this pain too, and he's dealing with it by trying to be a better person and trying to be Spider-Man. And I I like the idea of him having, man, I don't know, um, not smaller stakes, but just more reasonable stakes. Like, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. That feels kind of, at this point, a little foreboding, but him just saying, just be better. To me, that is a good, positive message that a lot of people you could take out of it is, I just need to be better. So, Miles wins. I know it wasn't much of a case, and everybody's like, that was really scattershot. I tried to take notes and stay in chronological order, but as it goes with every discussion or whatever, as you're reading things and reflecting on things, you just realize different parts of your argument you didn't realize before. So this is a little bit shorter than the last one, but I had a lot to go over. I had two games to go over. Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales is a shorter game. There's fewer collectibles, fewer missions. I platinumed it uh, fairly quickly. Not, um, I think I had to play the game in again on New Game Plus, and I just had to um, do a couple. Mi- I had to do the main missions over again, and there was a couple I couldn't get because you stuff unlocked in, uh, you know, a New Game Plus. So I decided to basically play the game again, and I think do one extra thing. But that was good. So I recommend Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, I hope this has been somewhat informative. I hope this was a little bit better than the last episode. Again, th- this may be something that I want to bring back, the People versus series. So this is like the, you know, whatever. 
the second episode of that. So I think with that, um, everybody have a good week. That's it. But I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and let me know what you think of the show. You can also go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Write me an email. Let me know what you think of the show. Give me a comment, suggestion. Maybe there's a game you want me to review. Or maybe there's a character like this you want me to examine. Be glad to do that. Um, You can also subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, Spotify, or uh, YouTube if you want the audio there. So go to those places uh, with the stuff. Rank, like, subscribe, give me the stars, the reviews, all that stuff helps. And you can find me on Twitter at Joe. So with that... Again, everybody have a good week, and I will talk to you guys again next week.